Today's School PR Drive Time is brought to you by Parent Square. Welcome to another episode of School PR Drive Time, a podcast produced by NCSPRA. I'm Stacia Harris, a member of the NCSPRA media team, and I'm the director of communications for Buncombe County Schools. And I'm joined today by our executive director, Ellen Boyd. Hi, Ellen. Hi, how are you, Stacia? I always love being with you on these podcasts. So in today's episode, we are going to get an inside peek into an expansive event that was put on by Cumberland County Schools, and it earned a 2022 Best of the Best designation as part of the NCSPRA Blue Ribbon Award. So we have lots to share today. Let's start the show. Hello, Dr. Whitley and Ms. Moyd. Thank you for joining us on School PR Drive Time. Well, first up, congratulations on your STEM education campaign being named a Best of the Best winner. And we will link to your photos, video, and website in our show notes below. So to start off our conversation, please give us a little bit of uh, each of your professional backgrounds. And uh, Dr. Whitley, we'll start with you. Well, thank you so much for having me here today. We're happy to be on with you all. I serve as the Associate Superintendent for Communications and Community Engagement in Cumberland County Schools, Fayetteville, North Carolina. I've been in school PR for over 16 years, and I just love the work that I get to do every every single day, serving our community, families, and everyone involved. So I love this work. All right. And once again, as well, thank you, Stacia, so very much for having us. Um, As far as my professional background, I'm the communications manager here with the Cumberland County Schools. And um, I, too, have been in school public uh, or PR, rather, but I'd say for what, like two decades or more (laughs) for quite a while. And um, but I also have served as a reporter in TV and um, also with radio. So. That's what I've been doing. Excellent. Thank you. So for our listeners, um, can you guys go ahead and and summarize uh, your, your event um, slash recognition and involving uh, STEM education? Yes, this was an exciting out-of-the-box event that we had the opportunity to partner with our academic services team here in Cumberland to host. We, we think about STEM, science, technology, engineering, and math, and really trying to expose our students to STEM and how fun and engaging it could, it could be for everyone involved. And so we had an opportunity to have students work on projects and very neat science experiments. And it was really a contest where they, it was like a culminating event, this Star Wars event challenge, where they were thinking about out of the box science experiments that they could develop and then have experts in the field come through and judge them. And so just thinking about the exposure, um, having industry professionals there mentoring them and supporting them along the way. And then they were able to then come to the night of the event, Star Wars STEM Challenge, and we had young people in the gym at one of our high schools just talking very intelligently about Mm -hmm. outstanding projects that they had spent weeks and even months developing. And so the neat part about this particular event is we selected winners that evening, winning projects that were able, they're going to be sent to the International Space Station for experimentation. So we're just very excited about that. Yeah, I guess you could say we're over the moon. Okay, (laughs) okay. (laughs) No, seriously. I see what you did there. (laughs) Yeah, I see what I did there, right? 
But I mean, and it was really, you know, to be able to watch young people stand around and, you know, when you go to their table, they're explaining to you the concept behind why turmeric is a helpful spice to have there in space and how it helps and, you know, the, the astronauts and those types of things. It's just really interesting. And you can see how their instructors or teachers are excited and, and you can, you know, that are pouring into these young people, you know, helping them become lifelong learners. And I think it showed where you can be a child and share this information, but then you see how all of this translates to the astronaut that came to visit with us and how he has taken the skills that he learned in STEM, but that was years ago, we didn't call it STEM then, and is now, you know, you know, an astronaut. And then we have other professionals in the that field that were there as well. So they, the children really got the opportunity to see how um, what they were learning is relevant. And I would just add that it's really about exposure. Yes, and it so is. prior to this particular collaboration, some of our students never knew that certain careers were possible. And so now, because of this particular partnership, um, it's really creating access to this cutting edge mm -hmm. scientific discovery with real world applications. So you think about creativity, critical thinking and problem solving skills that our young people need. Um, this really helped us do that. Exactly. That's that's fantastic. And, you know, this winning campaign that you just talked about was actually your second best of the best award in a row. You guys also won in the special events category in 2021 for your Cumberland County Schools graduation. So tell us how you go about finding and creating events and how do you make them something special that the community can get involved in and really excited about? I would say that much of the work that we do here in the school system is in alignment with our strategic plan. So we're really we're thinking about our mission and our vision as a school district and how we can educate our young people and prepare them for success. But as a team in alignment with that plan, we always start with the goals, like what's the goal of this particular project and how can it help us with our ultimate goal of helping our students succeed? And so it often begins as a staff meeting brainstorm discussion. Right. We often find that everyone has great ideas and we begin to develop just a traditional communication project plan that involves thinking about the goals, the strategies, key messages, and then we work through a run of show time, time frame. We think about our, our target audiences, and then that helps us build out a specific plan that we know is in alignment with our strategic plan, but also that can become relevant. But I think when you think about the creativity and really out of the box, that comes during staff meeting time where we're able to bounce ideas off of one another and really come up with something great. And a good follow-up, a good uh, segue, uh, you all, you know, you certainly didn't work by yourselves on this project. It definitely was a collaboration uh, within your school system, as well as involving folks in the community. Talk to us just a little bit about just the benefits of um, being open and, and, and working together. Well, we see that in working together, um, instead of us just having one way of looking at whatever the project may be, to have another department, which is part of our community, but it's, you know, they're not in communications, but nonetheless, it, it makes that product more well-rounded. And there are things, there are a lot of elements and different things that we may not think about that, you know, those from the community um, can come in and share with us or shared with us to help us make this more of a well-rounded, a whole event for, you know, our young people to enjoy. 
for our young people to um, get something from this so that it'll be something that they'll always remember. Um, and oftentimes, I guess it's that, I guess it's that um, piece of to some degree, you know, research, some of our using our best practices and doing the research and just taking the time to say, okay, what can the community contribute? What can, What is it that they can share with us to just, like I said, again, make this a, a well-rounded event? And what can they, you know, give to that? I would just add that as we bring industry professionals in, we're always thinking about the real world for our young people and trying to mm -hmm. expose them to new ideas. And so we, of course, had communications team members on that particular planning committee for these projects, but we also brought in industry professionals from, you know, DOD. We had other individuals from the community present, our economic development corporation folks, they wanted to get involved as well because they thought it was a good opportunity to not only um, educate our young people, but inform the community at large as to the things we're doing in the school system and, and talk about the real world learning experiences that we're providing. So I think it just makes like, Ms. Moy said it makes it much more richer. You know, when we can involve other people, other elements, it makes it become a very powerful thing. Exactly. And you know what I'd like to add also, as you all know, we're here um, at Fort Bragg. Oh, I'm sorry. Let me formally Fort Bragg will be known as Fort Liberty. So um, that's a name change. But nonetheless, we there were military personnel that were here as well. And it, that always is just a, a rich element um, whenever we're planning anything to bring in our, our um, military personnel into whatever project we have that's going on. A lot of our young people are military connected students and for them to be able to see, you know, their their parents and, you know, and their, the co-workers of their parents, you know, the military as a whole as a part of this may, I think made it very interesting. And it also adds a wonderful element as well. That's an excellent point. I'm glad you brought that up. You know, Cumber Cumberland County is a rather large county and, you know, you've got the military there and all of that. So I think you've got a team of folks um, in your department, but for districts that might not have a team of folks and um, working to help them do all of this stuff. Do you have advice on how one-person PR shops can leverage resources to create memorable and community-engaging events? Yes, I remember those days. I'm here in Cumberland now, but I, <laughs> I have been a one-person PR shop before, and I always built a committee. I always used a committee format as we think about other departments who had uh, similar goals and who were kind of working alongside mm -hmm. our, us, I used them. But then I also would draw upon the knowledge of external community members as well. And so I found that if you ask, many times people will say yes. Um, mm -hmm. And they are actually honored by your requesting that they participate. So I would just say, don't be afraid to engage others in the educational process that you're developing, the communication plan, whatever the experience is involving others and just mm -hmm. asking them um, to be a part of it, that will certainly um, get you some additional support. And so I've often had, you know, volunteers who 
would be willing to be there on the night of a big event to, you know, be the person at the sign-in table or to help clean up. Or I've even had people volunteer, industry professionals, to volunteer and write a press release. And so I would just say, don't be afraid to get out there, network and collaborate and help, have others help you so that you won't be up all night um, planning that event by yourself. Exactly. And it also adds, you know, some more flavor to what you, your final product. Because they have a different way of looking at things. You know, you know how we are as um, PR professionals. We have a certain way of looking at things. But then when we start venturing out to, let's say, academic services and um, IT and, you know, and getting these other folk involved, they see things through a different lens. And it always, you know, having that makes the, the, the final product extremely rich. And another thing, if you have post-secondary institutions in your city and state, there are yes. often people who want to serve as interns and who are willing for free to come and help you mm -hmm. draft the press release. You know, I've often said, you know, I may have to make some tweaks to it at the end, but I didn't have to start from scratch. And so having other people there volunteering can certainly add to your project and lessen your load as a PR professional. Um, and let's not forget interns, you know. <laughs> Absolutely. From our local colleges and universities. There's a lot of young people who, you know, may very well be majoring in communications. This would be a wonderful opportunity for them to get an idea of what this profession um, holds. Absolutely. And but, I think it's it's important to, as you're bringing in other people, other voices, they also get to learn a little bit more about school PR, because we're certainly yes. not just the people who show up with a camera to take a photo or, or plan a fun uh, banquet. Uh, there, there certainly is a lot of, uh, as you said, uh, some strategy uh, that, that goes into it uh, to support some larger goals of, of the school system. I think that's great for other people to be able to see. Exactly. And you know what? I think that it's, it's unusual, though, after all these years, how um, a lot of people just don't get what we do. Right. They, they don't understand what we do, but we do a lot, mm -hmm. but they don't understand. So I totally agree with you all. Mm -hmm. Excellent. Well, we are just getting our conversation started after the break. We'll dive into some advice and best practices that can benefit others in school PR. Stay with us, everyone. You're listening to School PR Drive Time. It's not easy to engage every parent in their child's education, but it is essential for student success. ParentSquare is the only fully unified product that easily engages all families with school communications. With ParentSquare, every member of your school community, from the district administrator to the classroom teacher, can connect with families in one place. With two-way direct messages with real-time translation, mass communications, permission slips, appointment sign-ups, and more, everything needed to connect school to home is in one place, making it easy for every parent to be involved. ParentSquare, all of your family interactions in a simple, secure place. Visit ParentSquare.com for more information. Welcome back to School PR Drive Time. Dr. Lindsay Whitley and Ms. Renata Moyd from Cumberland County Schools are with us today discussing their event and recognition best of the best award. And we want to uh, dive in and, and get a little more uh, guidance uh, that would be beneficial to all of those in school PR. 
Absolutely. And to follow up on what we were discussing right before the break, are there rules of thumb that you guys use when considering whether to plan and execute an event using only your school staff as opposed to involving community members in the planning and execution of a big event? That's a great question. We often think about um, there are many best practices, and I think Bernard is going to share a few of them with us when we think about <laughs> event planning. Right. However, when we think about events, sometimes we're asked to plan an event that needs to take place next week or mm -hmm. tomorrow, and that happens quite a bit. Um, we have some visitors coming next week, and we found out a couple of days ago, and we're rolling out the red carpet. And so for a lot of those quick events, we have to quickly jump on it, and those are typically staff-only events because of the speed at which we have to plan those. But when we think of things such as principal of the year, we do an event gathering of the village where we're bringing in community partners and stakeholders. We often have the opportunity to plan in advance. And so I would say if you have the opportunity to plan months in advance, that's a great opportunity to bring in external community members, stakeholders to be involved in the planning process. You want to be selective in terms of the roles and responsibilities that you give them, mm -hmm. but even something like principal of the year. Could you possibly find external people to serve as a judge or to be on the selection committee? So you really want to be purposeful in your selection of external community stakeholders, but it adds so much value. Many times we meet with school professionals day in and day out, and we bring a very good perspective. But anytime you can get a community, community member or an elected official at times, if appropriate, or a parent, or someone from the local local chamber of commerce, um, it's very helpful because they bring a very different perspective. And in many times, that will add value to what you're trying to do. Exactly. And um, I think as Lindsay mentioned earlier, uh, as far as the best practices are concerned, you know, definitely want to do your research and, you know, know whether or not this is an event that, you know, where are you trying to raise money? Is this a training? Is it networking, you know, with other professionals? Exactly what is the goal? So, you know, do your research and then have that know what the goals are and set the goals. And then next, of course, it goes into the planning stages of this particular of your event. Then, of course, implementing and then after you've done all of that, it's always important. And I think a lot of times that gets lost, doing that evaluation and looking and, you know, debriefing immediately afterward and also sending out surveys, asking people. And sometimes when you send out the surveys, you know, you get information back that you like, oh, you know, that you don't necessarily want to hear or see, but it helps to guide you, you know, that next year or for that next event that you have to, to plan so that it, it's successful and people um, have, or your goal is reached and people enjoy themselves or whatever the, the goal is there. Um, but something else that I do, and it's very, um, I guess in the weeds to some degree, but I always try to, and I guess I could say this is Renata's best practices. Lindsay share, might- Share your knowledge with us, important <laughs> knowledge. <laughs> I always like to try, especially when um, we're planning the principal of the year, teacher of the year celebrations, to um, just sit and think about the five senses. I try to be mindful of what will people hear during this time. So then I need to make sure that the script is tight, 
Um, you know, just those things that, that folk will hear. I, I need to make sure that's optimal here, even down to, okay, who's going to be handling the sound? We cannot have a whole lot of script. Uh-uh, uh-uh. Because that can take a, a program down. It's annoying. You know, yeah. but then the smells, you know, okay, that gets into the taste. And if we're serving food, I need the food to be good food, not just some app really good food and it needs to be tasty because I think that's another thing that can take a program down. Um, and then, you know, what what are people seeing? I know I, I went to a program the other week where it was an awards program or, a, you know, graduation. This was a community event and the table up at the front on the stage was not skirted. It was just a table. Mm -hmm. People's awards were just sitting there uh -huh. And I thought, wow, this is such a beautiful venue. And, you know, you've, you've got to be mindful of what you're seeing. And, you know, so that when people come, they're, they're pleased. All of their senses are in line, a lot. It, what is it? Enlivened? Is that mm -hmm. a word? Mm -hmm. I'm not making it. It is now. Yes, it is now. <laughs> yes, it is a word. <laughs> but, you know, their senses are alive. And, and then, being mindful of details, 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 details. When you take time and you really focus on the details, um, how your programs look, how your um, your seating, your floral arrangements, those mm -hmm. types of things, um, your banners, if you're using banners or whatever you have there, just be mindful, be mindful of that. Because I think the senses, if your sense, all senses are aroused, then you've done a great job. But hopefully you've reached your goal, but you've still done a great job. So. Absolutely. All, all wonderful, wonderful guidance. And um, it kind of segues to our next question. In your opinion, what makes these events kind of magical and memorable and, and, and engaging? And, and what gives it that really special oomph that, that again, helps you bridge from you know, to, to not just being an event, but, but really... Um, being strategic? I think Renata kind of stepped into the answer to some of that question mm -hmm. a, a moment ago, but we always, we borrow from Covey. We begin with the end in mind. Mm -hmm. So it might, you know, it might be six months before the event. Typically we start anywhere from six to eight weeks prior to an event where we have a brainstorming session, but we create a project plan, a run a show and we think about the night of, how does that event look? How does, what are the outcomes? And we begin with the end in mind. And we backwards map from there. And so everything that needs to happen, whether it's a um, social media campaign or there are videos that need to be created, every single item is listed out. They're assigned to someone on the team and we have specific due dates and we're reviewing that project plan each week. And so I think so that we don't miss a step, we have to go by that plan to just make sure every single thing happens. Social media is on point. The videos are ready. You know, the program has been developed and reviewed. But I think the magic comes just being able to imagine you know, reimagine really mm -hmm. and think about what, what can be, how can we make that happen? And so what has been helpful for us is Renata mentioned having that debrief 
And we always think about, yay, we want to celebrate what went well at right. an event, but we take a minute to say, what didn't go so well and what can we improve? And so when we pick up that event next year, that's where we start. We start at what went well last year and what didn't. And then that allows us to be, make those adjustments for the next year as we begin planning that event again. And um, I totally agree with what Lindsay's saying. And I think for me, an, an element that really makes the magic come is when you walk away from it or you walk into it trying to think of at least one or two things that make your guests feel something. You hope that what they feel is something where they feel inspired or happy or their heart feels touched by whatever has occurred. Um, whether it's a video, some comments that were in a video that you presented or the guest speaker has comments that, you know, um, are shared or a, a presentation or anything. But I like to try to think of something, one element at least, that will make the guest feel something, which I hope that something is enlightened, inspired. Then I know, Lindsay, we have goals. But that's my goal. <laughs> yeah. and, we, and, when you, <laughs> and when you think about that, a lot of times some someone might ask, what does that mean? So I think a lot of times that's something that magic is a student. Yes. You know, of course, we want the superintendent to be on the program. Of course, we want the board chair to be on the program. But we we see the magic really come. Not that our superintendent isn't magical. magic. Yes, we love you, Dr. Connolly. <laughs> but when you see a kindergarten student at um, convocation who's on stage and has confidence and people are almost in tears because that kindergarten student is really articulating his words and talking about the importance of teachers that's something that they will remember for the, for a lifetime exactly. so thinking about how to utilize students either to speak or to MC or to provide performances uh, retirees and just other people you have to think of those special things that you can add in to mm -hmm. make your, your event special. Exactly. That is all such great advice. And, you know, we always say that if only people would come into our schools, it would change their opinions. They would, they would be really impressed. And you talked about bringing in community members that it truly adds value. And I think one of the, the reasons it adds value is because it, these events are an opportunity to bring more people into our schools to see what is really happening and, and see the great things that are happening in classrooms and in programs every single day. Um, so you guys have done a fantastic job of outlining so much of that. Are there any Thanks. other tips or insights that you might want to pass along to your fellow PR pros about how they can create these kinds of memorable events that, that you guys are so good at? I would just say, in public education, we're really focused on telling our story. And so even though your event is about um, teacher of the year or principal of the year, we always try to think of the overall goal of how we can shine a light on public education and the wonderful work that has taken place. And so as we think about our teacher of the year program, for example, we begin prior to the event telling the story of each teacher 
and giving highlights or quotes of some of their accomplishments. And that's like a social media campaign, even, you know, newspaper campaign. And so it's almost like leading up to this event, we're talking about all of the premier professionals in our district who are doing hard work every single day. And so we're we're honoring them as teachers of the year, but we're celebrating public education. We're celebrating really every teacher that's in the classroom. So I would say, don't miss the opportunity to really think about the ultimate goal that you have as a um, school PR team to really tell your district story while celebrating very specific accomplishments and observances. And then we have this, oftentimes using teacher of the year as an example, you, you go to like the highlight event where you're announcing the winner. And so, of course, that's a big splash on social media, mm -hmm. you know, press release, follow up after that. And then you can do billboards. So when we think about an event, it's not just about the night of. It's about leading up to the event. How do you right. set expectations and get everyone interested? And almost like everybody on social media is like, who's going to be the winner? I've seen all these great stories. Who's going to take home the title of Teacher of the Year? And then you have that magical moment that you've created because mm -hmm. you've taken the time to do it. And then after that, you're able to have even some follow-up stories about, you know, we often follow up and have our Teachers of the Year on the radio and try to have, you know, guest appearances exactly. on news stations and a press release and a social media campaign. So I would just say, take the time to really think about all of the many ways that you can highlight your event prior to, but even following and not just the event itself. You know, it, um, you know it's layering. Yeah. I guess it's layering. Mm -hmm. um, and I, when you were talking, Lindsay, something that I thought about, we're going through right now with our standout seniors. Um, you know, and we're, we've, found some standout seniors across the district. Schools have submitted to us the names of those young people and they've gone and had photo shoots. Um, in the years past, we did interviews with them, but uh, nonetheless, we're doing that same thing. And then we'll be next week walking them out and they, 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 we'll walk them on up to, and, you know, put this stuff out on social media and in the community and then come graduation then that's when the big video will show on the Jumbotron. And, you know, and that celebration is almost like um, an explosion of of fireworks, you know. Okay, there no, I go with that no, again. But, <laughs> but, and that, but I will say, I think that's wonderful. You get that explosion. And then once it's all said and done, do your debrief. Make sure you document that for the next year. And then mm -hmm. next year when you're planning that event, don't start from scratch. Start from there and kind of take it and tweak mm -hmm. it. Now, I know somebody that's listening. They're saying, here come the county schools, and you have a whole team of people mm -hmm. to do that. But even when I was a one-person PR shop, so to speak, I remember using some of the same things. But something else that I do, and I did back then, and I still do today, I wasn't afraid to reach out to other school districts. Mm -hmm. I yes. wasn't afraid to borrow and say, hey, how did you plan this event? Can I come up? I remember very early in my career, I was able to visit Kay Williams in Durham Public Schools. And she allowed me to come up and spend time with each of her staff members mm -hmm. and learn. And I was able to soak up everything. And so I think that's the amazing, and that's probably the most important advice. advice oh, yeah. The most important advice that I would give 
is reach out to others across the state. If you see something that you like, don't be afraid because mm -hmm. nine times out of 10, they're going to offer you the entire plan, send you the Canva link where you can tweak it, yeah. take it, <laughs> all in, don't reinvent the wheel. And then you can add your own district brand elements and tweak it, but you don't have to start mm -hmm. from scratch. And, and that's what I, I love about NCSPR. I mean, I've been a member of it for, like we said, 20 plus years. And it's just a sisterhood and a brotherhood where, you know, it's like, hey, hey, look, this is what we're doing. I need help. No problem, Renata. I'll send it, like you said, sends you the whole kit and caboodle and then you take it and put your own little vibe on it. You know, and then that person who's maybe junior or, you know, more junior in the business or whatever the case may be or needs help, then you are passing it along to them. So I love NCSPRA. I do. I love in Seaspro. Who like I would be coming here talking about? I love in Seaspro today. <laughs> it just you you learn and you grow and um you grow with one another and you you're never alone. Someone always there to help you along the way. And um you know hey I love in Seaspro. Okay, so that was. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't have but, said it better myself. Thank yeah. you so much. And and thank you for sharing your insight. This has been a great conversation. I think events and recognitions are just such an integral part of the DNA of being in communications. And it's been fun to unpack it and, and hear how you all uh, execute great, just great events. And obviously um, they are, they are effective. So Thank you so much for your time today, Dr. Lindsay Whitley and Miss Renata Moyd, Cumberland County Schools 2022 Best of the Best Award winners for events and recognitions. Thank you all for your time today. Thank, Thank you, you for having us. Thanks to Parent Square for their support of this episode of School PR Drive Time.